Hmm. Oh, really? Hmm. Okay. There we go. Are we... Okay, good. Sorry, folks, we had a little bit of trouble with one of our live streaming, and from what I can see, we are there. All right. Uh, if you are watching live on Instagram, <clears throat> you're able to... Uh, we have enabled the comments, so if you got a comment, you can do that there. Uh, and I think, do we got, I don't, uh, yeah, and, we, and we will get comments here via our software that we're using. Okay, welcome back, folks. Mm, excuse me. It's, if you hear raining in the background, do apologize for that. It's raining. We can't do anything about it. But welcome back to It's the Economy Stupid podcast, brought to you by Metropolis Entrepreneurship Minute, a sector of the parent, of the parent company, Lincoln Ledger LLC. I'm your chief economist, folks. This week's topic... I was given by another entrepreneur, I won't name him, but I was given this topic by another entrepreneur. I even told him, I said, thanks for the, thanks for the topic. I've been looking for a topic to talk about. In fact, we even got a topic for uh, next week, too. So we will be uh, hold on, let me make sure I write this down. So, all right, here we go. The topic for this week is IFTA. IFTA. The it is an acronym for international fuel tax agreement so let's get into what this is shall we so and by the way ladies and gentlemen with this podcast we stream it live to all our social media platforms that we can stream live to if you want to become a guest on here please visit the engagement department of the parent company. It's the programs committee that deals with all this. And yes, you do got to pay to be on here. Why? Because it's the economy, stupid. You want to be on here? You got to pay for it. I think it's $15 for 30 minutes and 35 bucks for 60. But think about this. This is streamed live to all our social media platforms. And also, this is free to 
anyone watching. It's also free to anyone who will listen to the audio later on, which is available via Google app and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So you can listen to the audio later on, but right but let's get started here, shall we? Okay. This is from teletrekneman.com. I didn't make I didn't come up with the website name, so but this is what it is. Uh, key takeaways. The International Fuel Tax Agreement, or IFTA, is an arrangement among United States, the, the United States and Canada. Okay, so it's a United States. Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Hold everything. You're telling me that this is an agreement between the United States and Canada, and right now we've got truckers truckers who are protesting in Canada right now against the mandates. Someone want to tell me something's fishy about this picture already? Hmm. Because if this is a if this is an agreement between the United States and Canada. I smell a rat right now. I smell a rat. These taxes are paid on motor fuels, and this agreement allows commercial motor carriers to register in one state and have these tax assessments paid out to all participating areas according to their fair share. Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold. Fair share. Fair share. What is this? Canada? Oh, or I'm sorry. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Canada? Well, they're the closest thing to a communist country right now. They're acting like one. Even Justin Trudeau is going... That's the old Soviet national anthem for you. Hey! By the way, I don't know if anyone knows this about the Soviet uh, national anthem. That, uh... Hold on, folks. But the... I know, can you tell we're a cheap podcast? I know. We are so cheap! Like the old joke from History of the World Part One. Bonjour, scum. When they're doing when they're doing the French Revolution. Bonjour, scum. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great background. Sorry, I, I'm seeing the live stream from our Instagram uh, live and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a great background. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of research that goes into these things. <laughs> yeah, right? 
but it's nothing but fair share. We've heard that before. Oh, wait, that's communism, isn't it? Mm. Yep. Communism reigns supreme. It reigns supreme, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I don't know. Have we ever have we talked about communism on this podcast? I don't think we have. I don't think we've really truly talked about communism. We really do need to talk about communism on this podcast. And the evils of communism. The evils. What's the greatest country that's doing it right now? Oh, Canada. <laughs> yeah. Canada. The land I call my home. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Moving on. This agreement was created for truckers who frequently cross state lines on their routes. It simplifies accounting and payment of fuel taxes and relieves trucking companies of some paperwork. Mm -hmm. So why was this created? Fuel taxes are assessed in each state or province and paid at the time of purchase. Commercial trucking operations hold, hold permits that dictate a specified tax rate on motor fuel. And their payouts are recorded so that the taxable total can be calculated and adjusted, money owed or money credited, on a quarterly basis. Prior to this agreement, drivers had to obtain a permit for every state or province they crossed available at a designated port of entry, acquiring a number of permits and maintaining the quarterly filings added a significant amount of extra effort related to interstate truck trips. And yet now we've got this agreement and now we've got it to where there's truckers protesting in Canada over, the over, this, over these mandates of COVID. In the 1980s, some states entered into agreements to set up a joint revenue distribution program and eliminate the requirement for individual fuel tax permits. Over the years, this program evolved into this agreement today. So how does it work? Under this agreement, a truck is registered into this agreement and obtains a fuel tax permit from one state. When the vehicle drives through any participating state or province, the tax on fuel purchased there is credited to the permit owner's account. At the end of the quarter, a fuel tax report is completed that shows miles traveled and gallons of fuel for each region. The agreement assists in calculating the amount of tax due or tax credit for each state to determine the tax liability for each and to, and to oversee the distribution of funds accordingly. So this, this agreement This, th this agreement basically is saying that, and, and this is how this entrepreneur explained it to me, that if you purchase, if you purchase 
gas from another state, but you are registered to perform business in one state, and you're under this agreement, you gotta file this, and whatever tax was paid, that money goes over to the other state. Makes sense, right? So then, with this, as, as I was thinking about this, this agreement, this tax agreement from this entrepreneur, I was thinking, oh, Amazon has to deal with this. Or those that they contract to bring the semis in for the packages. Amazon has to deal with this. Target has to deal with this. Walmart has to deal with this. Many, many corporations have to deal with this because they cross state lines or they cross the border between the United States and Canada into the several provinces of Canada. Now again, ca oh Canada, we are seeing the loss of this revenue due to truckers, due to semis protesting in Canada. We are viewing the loss of this revenue. In fact, I want to tell you this right here, right now, ladies and gentlemen, that in Canada right now, their financial minister has decreed that any bank that holds any money, personal or corporate, for a person protesting in Canada over these mandates, their bank accounts are to be frozen to where these truckers have got no money. Now, this is not being reported by the mainstream media. It's being reported by off-stream media, and it's being reported here because we heard about it and went, really? Wow. Talk about communism galore. Oh yeah. And my response and my response to them is why are you performing this? They are protesting the mandates. They want these mandates lifted so that they can go about their normal lives. Why are you doing this? Because they're losing revenue. That's why. Because it is the economy, stupid. They're losing revenue. And therefore they want those truckers to comply. So, yeah. So what are the qualifications for this? Again, this is coming from teletrucknavman.com. And it says on here, uh, commercial motor vehicles are under this agreement, quali are qualified under disagreement specifically these are commercial vehicles with three or more axles or with two axles and a gross weight exceeding 26,000 pounds used to transport goods or passengers for the for under for qualification these vehicles are operated in at least two states of the United States and or Canadian provinces which are members of this agreement all 10 provinces of Canada are members of the agreement as are all 48 contiguous states of the United States. 
Alaska and Hawaii are not members. Each state has a right to say no, by the way. And I, I'm, I'm like, uh, with Hawaii, it's like the old who's line. Welcome to Hawaii. How did you get here in a car? Uh, it says private or recreational vehicles for personal use are not subject to the, to the licensing under this agreement. Uh, how do you register? A state in which the vehicle is registered is considered the vehicle's home state where the operator maintains or can gain access to the vehicle operating records. If a vehicle is registered in multiple states, the operator must contact one state to determine whether the vehicle can be consolidated under a single license. The home state will issue the vehicle decal under this agreement. For registering, a list of State Department of Transportation websites is available online from the Federal Highway Administration. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, filing reports. For filing claims under this agreement, at the end of the fiscal quarter, the licensee produces a fuel tax report listing miles traveled in all participating jurisdictions and gallons of fuel purchased there. Supporting documents include the vehicle mileage record, distance records, fuel records, and tax paid retail fuel purchase receipts. All relevant data such as gap miles and fuel receipts must be included when recording re when reporting claims under this agreement. So that is what the International Fuel Tax Agreement is. Now, since this company is in Illinois, and this company is Illinois-based, let's go to the Secretary of State of Illinois, shall we? Jesse White. Which, un, which his, which the Department of State, uh, and again, it says the same thing. Uh, to determine if you need to register with Illinois as an IFTA carrier, you first need to decide if your vehicles are considered, quote, qualified motor vehicles, end quote. This is under, this is at, Illinois.gov. We're getting this from the Department of Revenue. Not the Department of State, sorry. The Department of Revenue. Uh, although, although, ladies and gentlemen, for decals and uh, licensures and all that, they are, they are to be reported to the Department of State because they're the ones who handle all that. So, mm -hmm. but you still must register in order to do that. Um, so, yep. Even though the Department of Revenue, even though whom you pay, the department that you pay in the in the state of Illinois is the Department of Revenue. Okay, here we go. Um, of course, the uh, requirements are the same. Having two axles and a gross vehicle weight of, or registered gross vehicle weight exceeding 26,000 pounds. Having three or more axles regardless of weight. 
or used in combination and the gross vehicle weight or the registered gross vehicle weight of the combined vehicles exceeds 26,000 pounds. Uh, you, so. As a condition of the registration under this agreement in Illinois, you must first obtain a DOT number from the Federal Highway uh, Yeah, I do believe that's where you get the DOT numbers from the Federal Highway Commission. You must get that. Uh huh. So uh, decals. Uh, there is no fee for licensing. However, decals cost three dollars and seventy-five cents per qualified vehicle. Uh huh. Uh. Qualified motor vehicles that are exempt in Illinois are school buses. Uh, they must have school bus license plates. Recreational vehicles cannot be used for business endeavors. State of Illinois or federal vehicles and qualified motor vehicles operating solely within Illinois for which all motor fuel is purchased within Illinois. Now, this entrepreneur that I was talking to that was telling me about this, he purchases his fuel in Illinois. So... Uh, he would get credited for purchasing his fuel in Illinois. So, that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we wanted to talk about today with uh, this, with the IFTA. It is the International Fuel Tax Agreement, mind you. And it's an and just to recap, it is an agreement between the United States and Canada, and again of what's go of what's occurring in Canada right now. It's a mess, and I also want to remind you that in Canada, it's been reported that the finance minister has declared that any personal or corporate accounts of these truckers is to be frozen in order for these truckers to comply. And the reason for that is so the economy can keep moving, but also there are many theories that it's based on what's known as the Great Reset, which what's been explained to me is turning the world into a communist world. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's the IFTA for you. And right now, uh, Canada is going berserk because they're losing revenue. So, not a great day for truckers, to be honest. And to be honest, I don't know if the protest is, is ongoing. Uh, I just know that now it's it, it's getting to the point where if you do not comply with the financial system, you can't do business anymore. It's getting to that point. I, I'm I'm and trust me, I'm seeing a little bit of that. I'm not receiving any of that personally, nor is this company receiving any of it. 
but we do want to make people aware because this podcast is about the economy that there's even a system out there where if your company is not as environmental friendly it, it, it is it's we're going to have to go into this a bit on the econ- uh, on the economy and all and of what's occurring so but that'll be a topic for some other time next week's topic next week's topic is going to be Sam Walton for those of you who don't know who Sam Walton is Sam Walton is and I know we've I, I there's been many times where I've said this is going to be our next topic and we've changed and the topic has been changed it's written down here for the next topic next topic ne- it, this is for next week it's going to be Sam Walton uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about not just of what I've learned but what is also the policy for this company as a whole so more on that next week um, let's see here um is there anything else that we forgot to mention? Nope, I don't think so. Also, I, I want to remind each and every one of you that if you do want to become a guest on this program, please contact the Programs Committee, which is of the engagement department of this, of the parent company. It controls all the uh, scheduling of appointments for the entire company, for the industries, sectors, branches, enterprises, divisions, all of them. And this, uh, to be a guest on here, for 30 minutes is 15 bucks. For, uh, for 30, that's for 30 minutes. For 60 minutes, it's 35 bucks. What you get is being on this podcast and it's streamed live to Facebook, to Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, even Clout Hub. Uh, we have thought about going to TikTok. We're still looking at it. We're a bit hesitant. Um, we are also attempting to gain more followers on LinkedIn for Lincoln Ledger LLC in order to broadcast these this podcast live. So if you are on LinkedIn, please go to Lincoln Ledger LLC page and follow us so that we are able to broadcast these po- this podcast live there. Uh, we are also seeking sponsors, the publicity committee of the propaganda department of this of the parent company which handles ev- which handles the whole thing of the <clears throat> which handles all of the sponsors and advertisements. Uh, 
if you do become a sponsor, there's a website that we've got that showcases all of our sponsors. And we are seeking sponsors. We are seeking guests. We hope that we can get that all uh, to you very, very soon. We want to get that all to you very, very soon. Uh, the prices are already there. Uh, they are individual, nonprofit, uh, corporate. Those are the three categories. If you're an in, uh, if you're an individual who wants to sponsor, we just need your name and how you want your name to be. If you are a nonprofit or corporate, we need your logo. So, yep. So, ladies, and we're able to accept ACH transfers credit, and or Bitcoin. So we've got those links available there at the prices. Uh, you can uh, and also contact. There's an email there that you can contact that's, uh, uh, that after we receive your payment and you send us how you want your name to be or your logo to be, we're able to receive that and, and place it there for everyone to see. So then, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of this podcast. The subject for today was IFTA, the International Fuel Tax Agreement, which is an agreement between the United States and Canada over motor vehicles uh, that transport uh, products or people, such as the semis that are protesting in Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you very much for watching. I'm your chief economist from Metropolis Entrepreneurship Minute, a sector of Lincoln Ledger LLC. This is It's the Economy Stupid Podcast. We'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. Some, sometime, folks, sometime, depending on when we can get the podcast made. This is a weekly podcast, but we'll see you then. Uh, we are broadcasting live via Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and even CloudHub. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching. We'll see you next week with our next topic being Sam Walton. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching. From St. Clair County, good night, Illinois, and good night, everybody.